0: hi i'm jen and this is your simple and spacious business a podcast to support you to find more ease space and intentional growth in your work there are two puzzle pieces that shape my daily experience of running a simple and spacious business together these two things are what support me to live and work at a pace and in a way that truly works best for me And these two puzzle pieces are my enough number and my ideal work week. Because for me, I've found that figuring out how to make the money I want to make while only working the hours and at a pace that I want to work is why I now get to find so much spaciousness and simplicity in my business and life each day. And this might sound wildly obvious (laughs) because, yes, of course, these two things together shape ease and freedom and spaciousness in our work. But it isn't always easy to navigate that messy dance between the two. You might be making the money you want to make but not able to live and work at the pace you really want to be or you might have a dreamy ideal work week but not actually making enough money to sustain and support your life or you might be in a season of having neither of them not enough money and a work week that feels overwhelming and completely out of alignment with how you want to live and work. As I shared in the first episode, it's taken me a while to get to this place too, where I'm able to make the money I want to make while also living and working how I want to too. Because building and running a business is messy. And in today's episode, I want to share how you can start to explore your own intersection of your enough number and your ideal work week, and how you can intentionally facilitate them both becoming your reality too. Okay, the first place to start, if you haven't already, is by identifying your enough number and ideal work week. As I shared in last week's episode, I tend to think of enough numbers being in two parts. The first enough number is enough to sustain your life as it is now. If you're just getting started, you might find it helpful to think of this as your enough to get by number, the amount that would make your business viable and pay your bills. If, like me, you've been in business for a while now, I tend to think of this first enough number as whatever amount is enough for you to live and work how you want to in this season. My enough number allows me to provide for my family, invest in the things that bring us joy and have some left over to put into savings each year too. And then there is our enough to thrive number. This is the amount that would sustain our life and facilitate any bigger financial hopes and goals too. So perhaps your enough to thrive number would allow you to save for an early retirement or buy a second home or take that year-long sabbatical to travel or move your family into a dream home. It's basically the amount that would feel radically financially spacious and supportive for you. And why have two numbers, Jen, you might be wondering, and not just reach for the big one. If it feels an alignment for you to only go for that enough to thrive number, go for it. You are the expert here in your own business and life. If you're First, enough number actually doesn't feel spacious and thriving to you. It's not real. It's, it's just a number that's probably like very connected to your limiting belief of what you think you're allowed. If you're enough to thrive, number is actually the number that would feel really deeply supportive for you. That's a sign for me. I found it just with the way my life is and the way my brain feels around money. My enough number is like that really supports me and my family to live the kind of life we want to live and then my enough to thrive number would just allow the extras and that are not necessary for our daily joy but that would support us to feel more financially stable in the long run support us to make maybe some bigger dreams happen and that would just feel like truly financially thriving for me so I find it helpful to have those two numbers something that stabilizes my business and supports my life and then a bigger number to reach towards as slash if when I want to And the other reason why I find it so helpful to have an enough number and then an enough to thrive number is because I found that when we can stabilize our business at the enough number or enough to get by, if you're just getting started, I definitely in the early years had just, you know, an enough to get by number. I wasn't even thinking about having the kind of spaciousness I have now financially. I was just pleased to be able to pay my bills. (laughs) But once we have that and we align our ideal work week with it too, we then have a very strong foundation to build up to the enough to thrive number without compromising what we need to thrive as a human being along the way too. to To go from zero to enough to thrive number can feel like a lot so it can be really helpful to have an enough number before that that will bring deep freedom and sustainability to our lives with the enough to thrive number then bringing an even deeper layer to if and when we feel ready to move towards that In my own journey, I've been making my enough number for years now and my focus has been on shaping my ideal work week around it in a way that feels aligned with how I really want to be working with my business. As I'm in a place now where I can make my enough number working to 8 to 10 hours a week on average, which to me feels wildly and radically spacious. I share more of the journey in episode 1 if you want to dive in more to that. And as I shared in last week's episode, which was 10 questions to dive into your own Simple and Spacious Business Foundations, if you haven't listened to that yet, I'm now in a season where I'm feeling ready to work towards my Enough to Thrive number, all while not compromising the freedom and spaciousness that I've built into my business at my Enough number. It just isn't worth it to me to work more, to earn more, as I already make enough to sustain a simple and joyful life. So for me, to work towards my Enough to Thrive number, I want to do that in a way that doesn't compromise the freedom and spaciousness that I've built so far. So if it feels aligned for you to define your enough number in this season as you're enough to get by, or you enough to thrive number, or just like me, enough to sustain your current life, my biggest encouragement is to just define it. Get clear on how much money you'd like to earn to have enough in this season of your work and your life. Doing this brings deep intention into our business and shapes all of our decisions to support the simplicity and spaciousness we want to build into our work. You know, I've worked with hundreds of clients over the years and... If they don't have this, and this almost always comes up in our first call, it's like, oh, what are your financial goals? What's your enough number? If they don't know that they're kind of wandering around in the dark a little in their business because they're pursuing goals that aren't actually rooted in deep intention. A lot of the time people don't get clear on their financial goals because they're scared to feel like it's not possible for them or they're scared to get specific there. But this is a key, key, key essential task, essential step. And so if you haven't done it yet, that is where I would encourage you to start off with getting really specific about how much you want to earn to facilitate your life and support and sustain your life. And then once you've done that, it's time to define your ideal work week. I shared my current ideal work week in last week's episode. So if you'd like to go back and listen to that to hear that example. And this step is just about getting clear on how you want to be building your business into your life each week. So how would you spend your days? How much time do you want to be giving to your business each week? What time do you want to protect for you, for your creativity, your family life, your rest, your joy? Get as specific as it feels helpful to. You know, I literally have a work week in my mind of what I want it to look like and thankfully that's my work week that I have now but it's like Monday this, Tuesday this, it's broken down very specifically into how I'm spending my time and you know little things like I don't ever do client calls now before 12 p.m like my first client call of the day is at midday and for years I did client calls in the morning so my first call was at nine like that's and then I moved it to 10 and then I was like no I want it to be midday because if I have a rough night with the baby or if I just am not feeling well I just like to have that morning time to myself to fill up my tank to be with my family and it sounds like a really simple thing but getting clear on that for my ideal work weeks helped me build my work week and my routine in a way that works best for me so get as specific as feel supported for you. And then once you have these two things, so your enough number and your ideal work week, you can then start to explore where they meet in the middle and what the distance is between where they are now and where you want them to be. Because often I find that the biggest disconnect is that what we're asking of ourselves to make our enough number is more work than is aligned with our ideal work week. And I've been there years ago when I was doing 10, you know, even years and years ago when I was doing 20 client calls a week to support me to make my enough number. That was more than double the amount of work that was actually truly energetically sustainable for me. I made it work because the bills needed paying, but I feel so much better now in my business having a workload that's aligned with my true capacity. You know, I think I said this in last week's episode of the one before. On the whole, I don't even experience burnout now. I experience burnout when in these days... If my health is very challenging just to the point where it would be challenging no matter my workload (laughs) but I know how to take care of myself in those moments and I've built enough spaciousness into my business that I can respond in those seasons of crisis in a way to support myself to find my steady ground again. And you know, as I look towards my enough to thrive number that I'm working towards, I know that taking on more clients than I currently work with is a, not an option for me. It is not worth it to me to work beyond my energetic capacity to make the extra income because in many ways I already have enough. For me, my enough to thrive number is only worth it to me if I can do it in a way that I still feels deeply spacious. And that's why in the seasons of my business, I'm building a new group offering. This is going to be something that really embodies the magic I found one on one of my clients, but that's going to be able to serve more people. That's my plan. So, you know, to increase my income to my enough number without increasing my workload, I'm going to be offering more one to many group offerings. I also have a really intimate mastermind type offering that I'm developing for later this year. So a new way to go deeper with what people in a group setting. And these are all big business model shifts that I'm working towards, these two new offerings, and I'm able to walk my way there very gently and very slowly and at a pace that works best for me because I already have my enough number. I already have a business that works in a way that works best for me. I'm just as I reach towards my enough to thrive number so that I have a few more financial options to prepare for the future. I'm able to do that in a way that isn't going to burn me out because I'm not willing to burn myself out in the process to do so. And this is why I find having two enough numbers so helpful. Because when we stabilize our business at the first enough number, I think I said this earlier, we then have the freedom and ease to work towards our enough to thrive number at whatever pace works best for us without an overwhelming sense of urgency along the way. I don't know about you, but I can't make anything truly happen in my business. I can't find my flow. I can't tap into my magic. I can't tap into my best work when I'm overwhelmed, (laughs) when I'm frantic. When I'm panicked, when I'm stressed, like for me to work towards the next season of my business, not just in financial terms, but also in going into deeper levels into my work and finding new ways to deliver this work and new ways to show up through my business. I want to do that from a place of calm from a place of trust from a place of ease and that's why I find this so helpful to get this clear and to get this specific and to really root into intention so that I'm running my business in a way that is supportive for me not in a way that is supportive to the business as a asset outside of myself and outside of my needs as a human okay so the most important question to ask ourselves is what needs to be true to make my enough number in a way that facilitates my ideal work week so this is where a deep dive into our business model comes in and if you're feeling really really stuck on this we're going to be diving into this a lot more in depth in upcoming episodes so look out for those but if you look at the hours you want to have available to your business each week so your ideal work week what does that break down to in your workload how many clients how many sales of your products or programs and keep in mind here how you actually want to be spending your working hours to so I adore, 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 adore diving deep with my clients. So stabilizing my business model over the years with client work has always made the most sense to me. Obviously, the big work to get to this point has been not having to take on so much client work that it was a too energetically demanding of me getting to a place where I'm able to take on client work, but in a way that financially is spacious enough for me that I've not got more work than feel energetically sustainable but for me I adore working with clients so stabilizing my business with my one-to-one work being like the core offering has made the most sense to me but you might much prefer delivering group offerings or having evergreen products or physical offerings it's really important here to get clear on how you actually want to be spending the time in your business because even if you've got your ideal work week in terms of hours but the hours you're spending in your business are not aligned with what is joyful and meaningful to you it's not really going to feel like an ideal work week so it's not just the hours but it's how we're spending the hours too And here's the thing, as you dig into this, you might start to feel a little disheartened. Perhaps what you want to be possible feels really far away from what your current reality is. And that's okay, I've been there. And sometimes it takes time to make the changes we want to make, but we have to know what those changes are to actually make them. You know, you may need to work towards increasing your prices or diversifying your income with group or evergreen offerings or building stronger marketing into your business so you can start to attract hell yes customers and clients for your work. My biggest encouragement here is to let deep clarity be your guide. Be so clear on your goals for your income and your working life and build your next steps in alignment with making those possible. And remember, there is never a perfect next step to take. Do not stand on the sidelines of your business waiting to know what will guarantee your goals becoming a reality. All we can ever do is make a plan with as much intention as we can and experiment and discover and grow from there. What I found most helpful is having an ideal business model in mind. The offerings, the amount of clients or customers for each, the other work around it to sustain the business such as marketing tasks and customer support and aligning that with my enough number of my ideal work week. This is my North Star. This is what's guided me as I've reshaped my one-on-one offering and pricing over the years to be better aligned with how I want to be working in my business and it shapes and guides the other offerings I've brought life too and the other offerings I'm working towards bringing to life this year and I want to say again it's okay if this feels really messy right now business is messy there is no set blueprint to follow in so many ways in our business our biggest work is actually just figuring our business out and finding our way one step at a time there may be seasons where you have to work a little more than you'd prefer to make your enough number. I've had seasons like this and I'm grateful for them and that I was able to provide for my family and have the ability to pivot my business to where it is now too. Or you might have seasons where you earn less so you can work in a way that's more aligned with how you want and need to. When necessary it's up to us to decide what compromises we're willing and able to make. As a veteran for my family I haven't really had the option to compromise on my income. We've needed that income so that's why I've had seasons of taking on more work than would be my ideal but I still found joy and purpose and meaning in those seasons i'm just obviously more at ease in my business with the schedule i have now and it's more supportive for my life as someone with chronic illness and a mother but the seasons where i've had more work than felt truly energetically sustainable I wasn't miserable to the point where I wasn't enjoying the work, I was enjoying the work and giving my best to my clients, it's just I had less space for my humanity and my needs outside of my business and that's where I've had to really put my needs on the table over the years and and shift things to work better for me and I've never done really a massive swing, I have done these shifts little by little. Like, slowly chipped away at things piece by piece to get them to where they are now. So, it's okay if you're also feeling like this is going to take little steps over a big period of time. That's okay. That's normal. It's also okay if you're in a position where you feel ready to just make a big swing, shut an offering down that's not working for you, make a big change there. It's all dependent on our circumstances and what we are able to say yes or no to. Don't let the distance between where you are now and where you want to be put you off from slowly and gently with a whole lot of intention making your way there. Because the intersection of our enough number or an ideal work week is the heart of our simple and spacious business. And it's not a fantasy. I've seen it be true for me and for so many of my clients too. If you're looking at what you want to be possible right now and you're thinking, yeah, this could never be possible for me, I want to encourage you to question that. I want you to say, how could this become possible for me? What can I do to make this possible? Even if it feels years off from being possible, wouldn't you rather wake up in a few years from now and have made it possible than to right now say well it's too far off why even try it took me years to make the pivots I wanted to make my business little by little things got more to where I wanted them to be but because I'm the breadwinner I couldn't make some massive overnight shift I had to chip away at things little by little I have no regrets about that those were still wonderful years of my business where I did beautiful work that I feel so privileged to be able to do I still created content I'm proud of offerings I'm proud of it was all worth it to get to here and it can take time and devotion to figure this journey out and the willingness to sit in the messy middle and show up anyway but it's always worth it that's what I found So have your business model in mind, the one that will facilitate you making your enough number and being able to work within your ideal work week and go from there. And this might just be a simple evolution of your current business model with some tweaks or it might be a big shift from what you've built so far. Reverse engineer it, what needs to happen next to walk your way there. Start to create a focus plan for yourself to work towards one simple step at a time. For me, like I said, it looked like increasing my prices, diversifying my income streams with evergreen offerings and group offerings and evolving my one to want offer to be more simple and spacious for me to deliver to and these are things i'm going to dive into a lot more in future episodes So if you're like jen i really need my hand holding through this I'm going to do that in future episodes and especially in the group program I'm watching in the spring, I'm going to be really diving into this too. So whatever you want to dive into with me, there's going to be options here for you with the podcast and then offerings as well. And alongside this, I've continued to prioritize nurturing my audience and sowing seeds that lead to hell yes customers and clients along the way. If you are aching for a more simple and spacious business, start here with your enough number and your ideal work week. Let them inform your business model and your plan of action ahead to come. Revisit them when you need to remind yourself what you're building and why it's worth doing all the scary things that your business journey is asking of you. I remember you can always evolve and update your enough numbers and ideal work week whenever you want to. This is not set in stone. I Things shift for me all the time and I update it in my mind and tweak and evolve from there. And I've got so many episodes coming up for you to dive deeper into the nitty gritty pieces of building and running a simple and spacious business to hopefully support you every step of the way. I'm so looking forward to diving in more together next week and until then I hope you have a joyful day and